It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it's an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll introduce my guest in a minute, and this is going to be a lot of fun. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Well, yesterday was Father's Day. And it was my first Father's Day without my dad. And I'm reflecting on some of the greatest lessons I learned from him. I posted this on Facebook. If you're friends with me, you've probably already seen this, but many of you probably aren't. So let me share three of the many lessons that I learned from my dad. Number one, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you really want to achieve something, and if you do have the skill set, the drive, and the resources to make it happen, you will eventually reach your goal. Number two, do whatever it takes. If you really want something, you will find a way. And number three, keep your commitments. As an example, I had accepted a summertime job in college. Then a week or two later, I was presented with a different opportunity that sounded like a lot more fun. So when I told my parents, I'm taking that other job instead, dad said, oh, no, you're not. You already committed to the first job, and they they made plans based on you. So I worked at that first place, and I had a great summer. Footnote to that, I did the other thing the following summer instead. So it worked out perfectly. There were so many more things that I learned. But those are the top three things that I could think of right off the top of my head. And I really hope that you had a great Father's Day. And whether your father's with you or not, I hope that you treasured and loved and respected the memory that he is, current, present, and future. So with all that in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. But if you've not picked up my latest book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. And my guest this week is one of the experts that I chronicled in that book. It's on Amazon. So... I bet you're dying to find out who I'm talking to this week. His name is Chris Whitehead. He's a very good friend of mine. He's been on the show before. Let me tell you about him. Chris Whitehead is the founder of Think to Succeed, which is a personal development company dedicated to helping people find their unique voice and learning how to share it in a massive way with the world. He's also the founder of New England Custom Remodeling. His knowledge of remodeling and years of training from a top 300 remodeling company in this country assures that your project will be completed correctly, on time, and on budget. And he does terrific, terrific work. I've seen samples of his work. He's also the co-founder of Smart Marketing and Digital Marketing Mavericks. He's generated multiple seven figures of income and has accomplished that through social media. And he now is currently also the founder of Iconic Mastermind. That is a next-level mastermind group, the next-level mastermind group that you need to be in that helps savvy salespeople and business owners grow with other like-minded people. We have so much to unwrap today. So here we are, my very dear friend, Chris Whitehead. Chris, how are you today? Glad to have you back. Brian, thank you so much for having me on your show, and I am ecstatic to talk to you, brother. Oh, that's fantastic. So first question I usually ask everyone, did you envision early in your life that you would be where you are right now? <laughs> um, no. Uh, I, I, knew, will... I knew the answer to that, but I had to ask. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I do um, 
because I work with so many super high level successful people, I mean, I work with people that make a lot more money than me even, Uh um, is that I've, I've recognized something that I did know about me that I think all success pe- successful people know, and it's that they won't quit until they get it. We don't always define what it is, and sometimes we're pretty fluid with that, but all of us eventually find really what our purpose is behind what we're doing, and we find success inside of that. So even though I didn't know exactly what I would be doing, as I look back on it, it makes a lot of sense now how I arrived here, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like trying to put together a puzzle and you only have a few pieces and you wonder, what is this supposed to end up being? And you don't have the box, by the way, <laughs> because that's how life is. You have the pieces, a few pieces. You don't have the box. You don't know what the final picture looks like. But as more and more pieces get added, you think, OK, this is making a lot more sense. And now I know why I had those other pieces first. So mm-hmm. I love that. So. I know that you've had many pivot points that have led you to where you are now. What do you think is the most impactful pivot point that you experienced that brought you to where you are now? You know, it's funny. I was doing a lot of reflecting this weekend as well. You know, I have a dad. I have multiple dads, actually. Um, I had a grandfather that really raised me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a dad. And in some ways, I'm a dad to a whole bunch of people that I coach. And I was kind of reflecting on the gratitude of being where I am. And I kind of think one of the secrets is even when I didn't feel grateful, I kind of forced it Uh um, in those moments because I realized that the opposite of that was a really dark place. And the probably the most pivotal moment for me, and I think you and I were actually friends at this point. And boy, we had some late night conversations too. We sure did. But in 2012, um, I had no money and I had a townhouse. I had been divorced. Um, I'd lost my first business. I was rebuilding another one. And I was in the middle of New England in the middle of the winter with no heat and no money. And I went to see a coach, um, a really good friend of mine. And we sat down at a Panera Bread, which is just a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, how are things going? And I said, "Uh, you know, John, not so great. And I told him my predicament with heat Mm -hmm. and he immediately pulled out $60 cash out of his pocket. Like he just had it sitting there loose and he threw it on the table and said, take it. And I still had a phone or internet or something. And I looked on how I could go get diesel fuel, which is the same as the kerosene or same as the fuel that is used in heating my home and how I could then take a YouTube video and reprime the the furnace so that it wouldn't turn off. And I had three more days of heat. Mm-hmm. And the reason that was so pivotal, and I've been telling some people this since then, the reason it was so pivotal is because it was the first time that I could not see any opportunity in front of me. And what it really required me to do was, and this is just me, this is my belief, you know, I I have my own faith in God. I really believe God said, sit your butt down on this couch. And I want you to think about the things that you've never taken the time to think about, because you're always trying to find a new angle for success or find a new angle for survival or whatever desperate thing you were trying to do. Um, But I want you to sit down and I want you to think what it is you really want. Mm -hmm. And I want you to think about 
where it is that you have to go and who you have to become in order to have that. And I want to, I want you to think about, at least this is what I surmised from it. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about what got you where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And Brian, it was such a painful experience because I didn't, I didn't have anyone really to talk to. I mean, I had you all as friends and we were coaching and other kinds of stuff. Um, but I really had to experience that by myself. And the pivot point in that was twofold. Number one, I can honestly say that I've always had a place to lay my head at night. I've always had food that I could eat. I've always had water that I could drink. And I became grateful for so little that as abundance started finding me, Instead of me getting overwhelmed with who I had to become in order to have the container for that abundance, I've remained very, very grateful in the process. And I've always remained that young kid with a new mind coming into it, no matter how old I get. Yeah. And I'm really thankful for that opportunity because if I hadn't had the chance to experience so much lack, I'm not quite sure that I personally would have taken the time to find out the missing links that were holding me back from what I considered to be success. So out of that great tragedy, um, my triumph really came into being because it was in that moment that I decided that I will do what it takes to find holistic success in my life. And now we're just running and we're on the path to that. So that was one of my biggest pivot points. I love that. That's fantastic. So how did your inner game change as a result of this? Oh boy. Um, I think probably the biggest is that I used to give value to others strategically thinking that I'll get something in return for it. And, um, I think a lot of the world does that to be really frank, especially now that I choose to do it differently. Um, and how I choose to do it differently is Uh, There's certain experiences that I'm not willing to go down. Like, you know, if somebody wants to keep asking me questions and they don't really want to take the advice or move forward, if they're just wasting my time or whatever they're doing, I'll distance myself from it. But I truly became someone that just started sharing my gifts with the world freely. Yeah. Anywhere I could, any way that I could help. That's how I met you is yeah. that I was just excited to talk to another entrepreneur that was working so fast um, at finding success. And I just kept sharing and sharing and sharing without any regard of what I would get from it. And in the process of doing that, what I found was that other people started to see that value and they started giving me opportunities, maybe gauntlets that I had to go through, but opportunities for me to refine that craft so that I could become more savvy with it. I love that. We've got a couple of minutes until our first break. Did you have people around you who told you that you couldn't do the thing that you really wanted to do? Oh, yes. And but not directly. Right. Um, And that was the hard part. Like no one would really say directly like you can't do that. I think they know they would have known that I would have probably reacted poorly to that. So there was a lot of conversations that were little teeny bites being taken out from the foundation of my self-belief as I was willing to try something new. And only once I matured a little bit was I able to start really going, wow, this person, like for whatever reason, they don't want me to win. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was a really hard thing to reconcile with, Brian. Really, yeah. really was. Um, but yeah, I've had I've had lots of people over the time saying lots of different ways that I probably wouldn't make it. 
Yeah, I certainly understand that. We're coming up against our very first break. My very special guest this week is Chris Whitehead, and he's doing a lot of wonderful things in the world. And we're going to talk about a lot of that when we come back. We're going to talk about one of his favorite topics. What's your big why? What's your purpose? We can go on for hours about that alone, but I'll ask him that when we come back. I'm going to ask what's the highest value skill anyone can learn. And I'm going to ask him what his criteria for picking a coach is because he has a coach. I have coaches, has multiple coaches, and so do I. And I cannot wait to explore all of this when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will come right back on the other side with a whole lot more Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you a cheese lover? Then you would be called a quesophile. Cheese has been around a long time. In fact, the remains of cheese were found in Egyptian tombs over 4,000 years ago. The United States produces 25% of the world's cheese, while the largest consumer is Greece. If you're an average American, you'll eat 27 pounds of cheese per year. A cheese factory in Wisconsin is the only place still making the famously stinky Limburger cheese. The pungent odor comes from the bacteria that live in the rind. Apparently, mosquitoes are attracted to Limburger cheese. This could make anyone a tyrophobiac. That's a person who's afraid of cheese. They say it's the early bird that gets the worm, but it's the second mouse that gets the cheese. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Whitehead. And we are talking about entrepreneurship and running and scaling a business, finding purpose, and a whole lot more. If you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Please go ahead and do so. Leave a review. That would mean a lot to me. And oh, by the way, if you have Alexa, you can ask her to play Success Profiles Radio. She will play the most recent episode. So if you want to hear this episode again, starting tonight or tomorrow, you can listen and say, Alexa, please play Success Profiles Radio. It'll play the most recent episode, which is this one right here. So, Chris, I want to ask you about one of your favorite topics, because I know this very well. What is your big why? What is your purpose? How do you find purpose? Oh, boy. Um, Well, like you said, we could spend the rest of the show, but I think the reason, uh, let me frame it this way. I think the reason why finding purpose is my big why 
for people is that what I have experienced with the thousands of people that I've worked with is that once they find out what makes them unique in this world, Mm -hmm. why they feel that they are here, that they are willing to overcome what they must in order to be who they truly are. And the reason I'm so passionate about it is we all have different gifts. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love communicating with people. Yeah. And um, I the biggest thing that I can communicate to someone is the value that I see in them. Yeah. And um, in a lot of ways, what you just asked before, were people trying to take that away from me? Unfortunately, <clears throat> so many people are have so little value in themselves that they're constantly trying to find ways to bolster their own self-image. And a lot of times it's at other people's expense. And because I've always tried to do things in a large way and on a large scale, I've had a lot of people come up and try to take it from me. And for a long time, I I felt really isolated and I felt really hurt by it until I started understanding that hurt people hurt people. And once I really understood that, I really wanted to start saying, but I see how awesome you are. And why don't you just go play in your ball field and I'll play in my ball field. And I've dedicated the rest of my life to helping people understand not only what their purpose is, why they're really here, how to share it, how to monetize it, and then how to have an impact on the world. Because my experience is I do have children and I want to not only leave the world a better place, I want to create leaders who will continue to lead people to that better place. And that's what I chose to invest the rest of my time doing. Yeah. And that's what leadership is, creating more leaders, not creating followers. That's old school. Right. Creating leaders is about being leader is about creating other leaders who can then lead other people and you pass it on and pass it on, so on, so on. I love that. So let's talk about the highest value skill anyone can learn. I get a lot of very interesting answers to this question. I'd love to hear what you believe is the highest value skill that anyone can learn. Okay. Well, um, and I would love to hear your feedback on it from what you've heard, maybe what you think your your what you think the highest skill value is. Um, I believe that it is communication. I believe one of the things that separates us from all other creatures that we know is our ability to communicate and the depth of which we do it. So the more that we are able to truly communicate what we really intend to communicate, the purer the outcome from that is. And uh, what I found in business especially is it's one of the top tenets as to why things are successful or unsuccessful. And communication doesn't just mean you and I talking like this. There are many, many ways to communicate. Mm -hmm. But learning how to do that effectively allows for an entire tribe to move in a singular direction for massive impact. Yeah. In fact, that is my answer also, learning how to (laughs) communicate effectively. We're we're just so telepathically connected here. (laughs) Communication is, for me, the highest value skill because without that, you have nothing. I've had people say that sales is the highest value. Well, of course, that's what generates income. Mm -hmm. I think Dan Locke said copywriting is the highest value leverage skill that you can learn. I'm like, okay, that's, that's a lead gen thing. Okay. Inter- that's just so interesting. I love hearing everyone's answer to this and none of them are wrong, right. but, uh, communication for me at the core is where it is. And I'm, I'm glad that you agree with me. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you have coaches and mentors. How many do you have right now? I have three personal coaches. Mm-hmm. 
And what's your criteria for picking a coach in case anyone out there is thinking about having a coach or is wondering whether their coach is the right person for them? What's your criteria for picking a coach? Number one, they have to have coaches. Um, Any coach that doesn't have a coach, you should avoid, uh, in my opinion. Number two, they need to be able to display the result that they say they can help you get. I think there are many people that are horrible at implementation, but are good at teaching other people how to do it. If you want to find the best of the best though, they not only, they not only can teach you how to do it, they can show you how they have done it for themselves. And then most important is my criteria for a coach. And it takes a little bit of time is making sure that they are 100% in integrity. Um, and that does take time and it takes discernment to find out. And yeah. it, often you find out their integrity when things aren't going the way that they should be, how they respond or react to it. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. In fact, when I was at a James Malinchak event, he talked about how you pick a good coach and he was setting it up because he it's wanted good. to sell coaching. So, of course, <laughs> I, I, the stuff behind the stuff, I saw it. But one of the things he said is make sure that you pick a coach who's been there, done that, and is still doing it. Because mm. a lot of people, quote unquote, retire from the thing that they're teaching and they're just teaching now. And who knows how long ago they it's actually been. There right. are a lot of a lot of speaker coaches are like this. They say, I want to teach you how to get on stage. And then you find out they've only maybe been on one stage in their life and it was not a paid opportunity. Why are you, why are you teaching this? You shouldn't be. Shame on you. Right. Absolutely. So what do you think is the main secret to success that give that you can give credit for to what you have achieved? Well, quite honestly, I think it's my belief in in God. Um, when I couldn't believe in myself, God was a rock for me. <clears throat> my my understanding of my relationship with God has evolved over time, mainly because I've become more and more willing to bend a knee to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would love to say it's my own self image and all those things, but at the end of the day, there've been many, many times when I wasn't sure how an answer was going to come up and I was truly fearful and truly in the weeds, so to speak. And in those times, I truly have experienced God reaching out to me and opening up a pathway so that I could find my way out. And I'll forever be humbled by that. That's wonderful. So a lot of people talk about leveling up, but you never really see evidence of that ever happening. So I know it's true for you and I know it's true for me. (laughs) What, what does leveling up look like for you? Oh my goodness. It is truly that infographic of what everyone considers to be success, which is point A to point B in a straight line. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other part of the infographic is the squiggly lines that are going here, there, and everywhere in between. Um, leveling up is a like a an unrelenting willingness to constantly refine to be better. Good enough is never good enough, um, and it's it's really hard because I'm not talking about being great at what you do. Right. I'm not talking about being the best of what you can be. I'm talking about being the best of the best that exists. Mm -hmm. And not everybody believes in that. I do. And that requires a certain personality type of never thinking that I've arrived. And so leveling up is something I will invest the rest of my life doing. Thank God, you know? Yeah, no, I, I love all of that. So 
in the time that I've known you, you have built multiple seven figure businesses. I would love to ask you, how do you build a million dollar business? Get out of your own way, hire people that are smarter than you, uh, focus on your weaknesses and understand them well enough to correct where you're getting in your own way and delegate the rest. Being highly focused on the end result of why you are doing what you are doing for what outcome and then being willing to take the risk because it doesn't get easier. We get better. Oh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. And I, I love that part about taking a risk because you're, you're just never going to accomplish much in your in your safe zone. I mean, let's for, let's forget about staying in our comfort zone because nothing great happens there except, you know, you you die and you stay where you are. And why do you want to do that? You're never going to accomplish. And, and we could go on and on about that. But no, I love all of that. Get out of your own way. Hire smarter than you delegate high focus on the end result take the risk who did you have to become for that to even be possible i had to become the most elite version of who i am i had to envision who that human being is i had to get rid of my excuses uh which there were plenty um there was a lot of poor meisms. there was a lot of well if this hadn't happened to me or this isn't my fault i had to start taking extreme ownership and that was the hardest part for me because I already felt like I was, comparatively speaking, taking extreme ownership. And then I just realized that maybe I was running in circles that were beneath my potential. So as I elevated myself to start hanging out with people that were highly more successful than me, I started realizing that they took extreme accountability to a level that was far beyond what I did. And it gave me permission to lean in and do the same thing. Fantastic. Less than two minutes to our next break. How important is having a support team around you? You mentioned delegating. I hired my first VA recently. I know you've had a team around you for a while. How mm -hmm. important has that been for you? Delegating? Uh, having a support team. Oh, having a support team. I think it's everything. Um, I believe that uh, alignment is more important than assignment. So when you hire to your core values, whether they be personal or your business, it's way more important than the skill set somebody brings. I can teach them a skill set if they're adaptable. What I can't teach people how to do is have similar core values as me. Mm -hmm. And that support system, somehow, some way, people activate when they're the right people for your organization, they activate when they sense that something is wrong with them. When there's a hole in the boat, they'll go plug it without you asking them. Yeah. And it takes a team, you know, it takes a tribe to build it. And that was probably my biggest problem for many, many years. I brought on a whole bunch of followers, not a whole bunch of leaders. And that was my fault, not their fault. So that support team comes from seeing the best in other people and holding them accountable to their best. Yeah, I, I love that. And the other thing I would add to that is you need to be you need to surround yourself with people who are not afraid to tell you the truth, even if it hurts. Oh, yeah. You've done that with me a few times. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. And, that is and, most important. And you've made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying. But, but it's, all, it's all good because I'm much better off for it. Tell the truth when it hurts. That is so absolutely critical. We're coming right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Be right back.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Whitehead. And if you have not subscribed to Success Profiles Magazine, you can do so at successprofilesmagazine.com. You can pick your subscription option. It's just a dollar for the first seven days. You can read any issue we've ever, ever done. Issue 43 came out last week. Vince Del Monte, who was a recent guest on my show, is the cover. And he talked about how he created an online fitness program or a coaching program that generates over a million dollars and has done so every year for the last decade. You do not want to miss that if you have not read that. So Chris, when did you realize you weren't charging enough for what you do? Uh, when I had more month at the end of my money, Yep. <laughs> um, it was actually really easy. The hard part was to figure out why that was happening. And uh, the easy way to figure out when is the right time to raise your prices. Actually, I wrote a post about this today. Mm-hmm. Um, charge what you're worth. But before you can charge what you're worth, you have to know what you're worth and you have to yeah. know what value you bring. But oftentimes, uh, our self-image gets in the way of us thinking that we're worth uh, charging something. And when you go out into the marketplace you might see that other people that are doing less than you are actually making more money than you just because they gave themselves permission to do it. Um, and when I realized that personally, I was in a local mastermind networking group and people were charging more money than me that did like one tenth of what I do as a company. And I gave myself permission to level up and and charge more. Um, as I did that, I really started focusing on core values and what products and services that we bring to our clients. And what I found was this, when your calendar starts getting booked up so far that the only way to separate or differentiate yourself is by charging more prices, you're going to get fewer sales, but the ones that you get 
are more in alignment because they see more value in you. So again, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier is I give more and more value. My worth goes up. Absolutely. And that leads to a question I do want to ask because you talk about having alignment, not only with your staff, but with your clients. So how do you identify who the right client is for you? Because I'll tell you what, just because they wave money in your face doesn't mean you're going to take them. I know you don't do that. No, but you and I both learned the hard way what that's like after they do give you the money because out of integrity, you have to serve them anyway. And we've had plenty of uh, mm-hmm. private calls about well, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. And and that was a lot to um, what I've learned is that no matter how good your marketing is, there's this weird thing that you attract who you are. Yeah. So if you don't like your clientele, Maybe it's not their fault. Maybe you need to take some time and start focusing on what it is you bring to the table. What are your core values? And maybe you should start speaking about that so that you can invite the right people to the table to be your clients. Yeah, I love that. Now, you and I both generate money on social media. So Mm -hmm. I would love to ask, because you're a master at this, how do you use social media to generate revenue in your business? So I believe in inbound marketing way more than outbound marketing from the pure reason that if I get on the horn and talk to someone, I would rather talk to somebody that knows a little bit about me, Mm -hmm. um, that resonates with my message that maybe has done a little research on their own so that I don't have to go into a dog and pony show in the conversation. And if I've done my job correctly in social media, people have clicked on links. They've seen articles that I've written for wall street journal or Forbes or any of the different publications I've been in. Maybe they've read a book that I've written. Maybe they've seen a video that I've done. Maybe they've seen me talking about leadership. Maybe they've seen me talking about remodeling. Who knows? Right. But I have touched them 15, 20, 30 times probably before they reach out to me. And that is inbound marketing. When they reach out, they know me. And as long as I remain the same person on the phone throughout our transaction until the deal is done, we end up having a very successful venture. On the other hand, we can go out there and get hundreds and hundreds of leads per month. And I've done it the other way. And we're on the phone nonstop trying to convince people to give us a minute of their time to talk. And it just, to me, that wears me out. So this idea of creating social media marketing is a way to attract your ideal client to you. First, it made a lot of sense. Then I put it into practice over years. And now that's how we, like, I don't do any paid for advertising and we run multi-million dollar companies that way. Yeah. That is absolutely fantastic. How did things change for you when you decided to join masterminds and networking groups? Because I knew you before you were doing any of that. And I know who you are now. And I think, oh, my goodness. Wow. So whether it's good or bad, um, I'm not quite sure because I did join some masterminds when I was much younger in business. I mean, heck, I've owned businesses now for 24 years. Mm -hmm. And when I first started, I felt like I was on the end of a pitchfork, like I would join the group. And the next thing you know, I'd bought 10 or $20,000 worth of stuff and radio ads and all this different. And I didn't know how to implement any of it. And um, then I would get frustrated and I'd leave the group. When I started to really know who I am and what it is I was looking for, my goal in joining masterminds or networking groups was not really for the money, although that was an attractant. It was really to align myself with people that thought like I thought. Um, I'm now part of a mastermind group called Apex, and I'm the director of executive coaches of that program. So, you know, it's a little bit um, self-serving, but it's also the only network I have truly ever been a part of that is 
as integrous as I've ever found. And yeah. the, the success is not just defined by income. It's faith, family, fitness, and finance all wrapped up into one to be the best human that you can be. Yeah. And what I found is when you find people that are living at a very, very elite level, they're, they're very willing to share with you what you must do to get there. And the cool part is, is just their example alone gives you the encouragement to go through what you have to go through to become what you need to become to get it. Oh, absolutely. And I joined Apex about six weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago. And thank you for that. And uh, yeah, you're so welcome. And so you are the executive director of coaches. Now, a lot of people out there on social media who talk about coaching coaches, there's something that feels a little weird about that to some people. I know that you are coaching very, very elite people. And so that's completely legit. But some people who coach coaches, that's all they're doing is coaching coaches. Isn't that kind of strange? (laughs) Um, I I guess it's good if you're building a franchise, I guess it's good if you're trying to duplicate, um, in their operational systems. I think the human part can get lost in it. And for me, you know, this idea, and and so it's all in what you do. Like I I can't judge somebody for owning a Domino's and and making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year and it's hands off and it's, it's a system that works. It makes a lot of sense to me, but for me personally, I like to be invested and involved in what I'm doing. So not only do I coach the coaches, I also coach our clients. And I also coach people like you that come in that want to either become coaches or become, you know, the highest level of what we do. And and, and I like seeing people go through the process that they need to, mainly because it's, this is like the secret. I sometimes learn more than my clients do. Yeah. And it makes me better at who I am and what my craft is and what I'm trying to explain. Because, again, communication is my thing. So the more people I'm able to talk to, the better results they're able to get. And the more I can refine that system, then the better I can get them those results quicker. Uh, feels like that I'm climbing that ladder of success that I want. And I'm not just a cog in a wheel because as an entrepreneur, I abhor that. Um, I, like, I like to be the guy that's creating things and building things and innovating what is the difference between coaching coaches and coaching someone who's not a coach? Well, coaching coaching someone that's not a coach, I can teach them functions um, of, you know, hey, this is what you need to do with social media. This is what you need to do with your avatar. This is what you need to do um, to go find your ideal client. Here's the sequencing. Here's the messaging. Here's the the technology that you need to have in place. Here's the bare minimum, all, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Coaches not only need to know that, they need to recognize that there are different kinds of personalities that receive information in different ways. And just because you can eloquently explain it to me doesn't mean that Brian is going to understand a word that you just said. So how do you know that you're getting the result that you're intending with that person, especially if they're a paying client, because we're here to get results for people. We're not here to be coaches. We're here to help people get results. And so coaching coaches requires a nuance inside of that communication to understand, is your client moving in the direction that you want them to move in? Yeah. And it's about assessing where they are in their journey before you can start. And teaching is a lot like that because I was a teacher in a, in a college classroom for a number of years. I do remember the first time you tried to explain to me what a funnel was. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was frustrating for you. I could tell that it was. I'm like, I'm trying so hard to understand this, but I don't get it. Right. <laughs> it was awesome. So we've got maybe two or three minutes before our next break. When life goes sideways for you, how do you handle it? What is, what is your the first what is your first go to? 
My first go-to is to get still. So um, I have a, a plaque on the wall that was given to me maybe 15 years ago, and it says, be still and know that I am. Yes. And one of the things that I've recognized um, in life when I was younger is that um, things would go sideways, and I would get into action very, very quickly. And sometimes 80% of that action was wasted effort just to avoid the stress that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Now I'm able to sit with that stress because I'm, I'm aware that this too shall pass. Yeah. And I give it the opportunity to pass so that I can get my, you know, cognitive gears in motion again to make better decisions, not out of fight or flight, but truly out of, you know, what my intuition is telling me needs to happen in order to find the results that I want. I love that. How do you deal with fear? Because we all feel it, whether we want to pose it or not. I would imagine that the first way I deal with fear is like most people, I avoid it at all cost. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's just a natural Pavlovian response. But I've also given it up to my higher power to say, put in front of me what I need. And so Mm -hmm. I also have a little thing inside of me that's my rebellious streak that says, just try me. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I feel fear, I often... Once I'm aware that I'm in the fight or flight mode, what I will do is get still, turn around and face it and say, bring it on. Let's go. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And and you have to face your fear. I think in some regards, when you have fear, that's that's basically your sign to just to just go. I mean, if if you're little David and big Goliath is in front of you and the thing the thing that you really want is on the other side of that fear, right? Mm hmm. I love that. That's fantastic. We've got about a minute to our final break. Very quickly, I want to ask you how you define success. My definition of success is truly finding peace within myself as I'm in the flow of life. Like right now, my definition definition of success is I'm hanging out with one of my very best friends on earth, having a really wonderful conversation. I earned and deserve this kind of conversation in life. Tomorrow, my success will be something different. It's piece by piece. And then it also is something that I keep a gauge on for, am I moving in the overall direction of what my purpose tells me I should be? Fantastic. We're coming against our final break. I can't believe how quickly this is going. You and I could talk for hours and we have on many, (laughs) many occasions. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We're going to come right back on the other side. We have a lot more to unwrap and a lot more to talk about. Down the stretch we come when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. 
This is the TokiNet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. It's marching down Sitting in traffic can cause a lot of storm and drain or stress and strain. Did you know that on average, Americans spend about six months of their lives waiting at red lights? Stoplights were originally invented by police who were tired of almost being run over. The smallest interval of time known to man is that which occurs between the traffic signal turning green and the car behind you blowing its horn. The U.S. has enough roads to circle the Earth 150 times. And the first center line on a paved road was painted in 1917. Did you know there's a name for those raised bump reflectors on roads? They're called Botts Dots, named after their inventor, Albert Botts. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Chris Whitehead, and we're talking about all things entrepreneurship and scaling businesses and a whole lot more. Once again, if you've not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please do that. Leave a review. I will be very, very happy, happy, happy. It would be awesome. So, Chris, I want to ask you about your own mastermind group that you created recently called Iconic Alliance. Tell us about this. So Iconic Alliance is an offshoot of what I've learned inside of Apex um, that deals with my ideal client. And we help people in faith, which is yourself. What is, what is your mindset, your goals, um, your finances, uh, your fitness, and your family, which is the group that you run with. So there's a family of origin and there's a family of choice. And we focus heavily on the success principles that are required first in your mind to be a seven plus figure earner. And then we focus on the strategies, especially with social media that we use in order to get organic leads, just like I've done so that you can become epic in what it is you do. And Iconic Alliance is a paid for mastermind group of elite people who are world changers, quite honestly. I love that. Where can we find out more about that? You can go to IconicAlliance.com or you can come on to Facebook and read the plethora of posts that I put under on there under the Chris Whitehead, K-R-I-S Whitehead um, in Facebook and send me a DM and I'm happy to talk to you about it. Yep. And say that you heard Success Profiles Radio. That way Please. he knows. Yes. Please. Perfect. What are some of your favorite productivity tips? Some of my favorite productivity tips, I wake up first thing in the morning before I do anything and I do something called the G-Code app. And what I focus on immediately are the five things that I'm most grateful for. I take tally as to whether or not I have followed my diet, whether or not I'm exercising, uh, what lesson I learned, who did I spend my time with, and what was the most important thing that happened to me that day. 
Uh, I start my day off that way, um, and I start my day off quite a bit earlier than the average human. And then I roll into uh, me time. And me time might be listening to podcasts. It might be listening to a book. It might be me typing out something to anyone that was willing to listen out in social media world. But it's when I feel most creative and most juiced up. And what happens from there is it often flows into what my five critical tasks for the day are, uh, which are the most important things I need to take uh, care of. And that really sets the tone for me attacking my day. Fantastic. What advice do you have for entrepreneurs who might be struggling right now? Hmm. So I think probably the most important thing for any of us that are struggling is to what I, I mean, I've kind of given it away during the show, getting still. Yeah. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get so nervous that we start making silly decisions and we don't realize that we're kind of like that animal in a trap that just keeps getting tangled deeper and deeper and deeper into it. So if you can go, like you said about fear, if, if, if we can recognize that we're having these feelings and pause and give ourselves the four deep breaths that the SEAL teams teach how to do, you reduce that stress in a matter of 60 seconds. And then you start remembering your why, you start remembering your goal, you start focusing on gratitude, and you start being open to opportunities. Instead of playing the victimhood game, now you're playing the controller game. And that is the biggest bang for the buck, because I want everyone in your audience to know something. There is no guru in this world that has the friggin' answer for you. Right. It is already inside of you. The best teachers in the world will teach you how to tap into that. Yeah, that's great. How do you decide what to say yes and no to? Uh, at this point, it's my intuition. Um, I've developed so much belief in who I am and where I am that I'm a very quick decision maker. And some things work and some things don't, but you fall usually in line with my integrity levels. So, you know, there are certain levels of integrity that I'm willing to receive from other people before I cut you off. Most people are a yes until they breach them. It's just unfortunate that many people breach them very, very quickly. Absolutely. Why do you think people are afraid to ask for what they want? Because they've been told all their lives that they're not worthy of it. Mm. in so many different ways. And who on earth wants to go ask somebody out on a date knowing already that the likelihood is to be told no? Right. That's why. Yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. So if you were starting over today, knowing what you know right now, what would you do differently? Gosh, I wouldn't worry about starting a website. I wouldn't worry about doing anything. I would use the tools that are given to us. So the first thing I would do is go find a phone, probably the cheapest way, or go find a laptop and I would get on social media. And the first thing that I would do is start a campaign of who do I want to speak to and what do I want to speak to them about and how is it that I'm going to receive funds from them? Yeah. And then I would continuously dive deeper and deeper into these stories of, of what it is and how it is that I offer value asking if people would be interested in having a conversation around it. I love it. What do you think your superpower is? My superpower is the ability to believe in myself and in other people, even when all odds are against us. I absolutely agree with that <laughs> because you've done that for a lot of people that I've seen. So thank you for that. 
So here's an interesting question that I occasionally ask that I love getting the answer to because the answers are all over the place. Let's just say that you're getting ready to attack the Death Star and you are on your final approach. What song are you cranking? Okay. Let's see. I think the song that I would do is from Eminem's Eight Mile Lose Yourself. You've got this one moment and this one shot. You better take it. I love it. That's fantastic. What is the biggest risk you've ever taken in business and has it worked out? The biggest risk I ever took in business was starting because I was 24 years old and ignorant to everything. Yeah. And I just was silly enough to believe in my dream to, to get going. What was the other part of the question you asked? Did it work out? Oh yeah. It's worked out pretty well. (laughs) Yeah, it sure has. (laughs) What do very few people know about you that might surprise us? Well, I don't know, but I think maybe, believe it or not, um, even though I am a hard charging um, and willing to put my boot, you know, on your back for the things that you don't do, I'm actually an extremely sensitive guy. Mm-hmm. And um, and I really do care about people more than the average person does. And um, I don't say that like I'm better than, I just have realized that I'm willing to walk the extra mile more so than the average person. Absolutely. Taking fast action has always been very, very important to you. How has that served you? Is there a specific circumstance where you knew that I have to take action right now and it worked? Yeah. So, uh, Robin, my fiance, soon to be my wife. Um, I, I knew, uh, starting my first business, I knew leaving my ex-wife I knew leaving, uh, my corporate job. I knew Everything that I've done has been with 100% certainty only to realize later that I didn't have all the skills. And then I created those skills vis-a-vis go back to that meme of going around in crazy circles from point A to point B until you find success. Right. I love that. What is the most influential book or most influential mentor you've ever, ever encountered? So the most influential mentor that I've ever encountered is Ryan Stuman. Yes. Um, and, and the reason that he is, and I've had a lot of amazing mentors. We have one in common who my dear best friend, Lonnie Robinson passed away. I wouldn't be where I am without him. Right. Um, but Ryan, because I spend physical time with him and I'm able to observe him is a man of extreme integrity. And, um, it's amazing with a great mentor who's made millions and millions and millions of dollars and has helped so many people become successful that sometimes you ask him a fairly innocent question and your mindset gets leveled up by his response because you realize that he had abundance thinking and you didn't in that moment. Mm. And, and I'm really, really grateful to have people like Ryan in my life. Absolutely. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? <sighs> um, the scariest thing I've ever done was I climbed a 300 foot cliff And uh, I had a backpack on and I was free climbing it with another employee at the time who told me it was no big deal. We got about 150 feet up and the treetops were down below us. And I realized I was going to have to cross my feet over in order to make the next move. And I instinctually, I didn't know a lot about climbing, but I knew in the moment that that was a very compromising way to stand on a cliff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had all of these immediate feelings of like, what is 150 feet feel like in two and a half seconds when you hit the ground? Right. Um, 
Yeah, that was a come to Jesus moment if there ever was one for me. But I was able to get up the other, you know, 200 feet and we made it to the top. And I have distinctly decided that I will never be that stupid again. There you go. If you could talk to the 18 year old version of yourself, what would you tell him? Keep going, kid. Would he have listened? Yes, because he he needed he needed that guy in his life. Wonderful. Big bucket list item you haven't fulfilled yet. Uh, I, I'm going to own a jet. I love that. And I will be on that jet with you. You better believe it, buddy. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. So big goals going forward. What does the second half of this year look like for you? The second half of this year, uh, we are about 30 members into iconic and we will double that by the end of this year. Um, other than that, uh, inside of the Apex organization, we are about 1,000, 1,200 members strong, and we're looking to double that as well. So we've got our work cut out for us, but we're on track to make them both happen. Absolutely. And as we get closer to the end, here's the question I ask everyone, Chris, who inspires and motivates you? Brian, every single one of my friends that I esteem, you're one of them. Um, I watch you all like a hawk. Um, I lean in and that is the makeup of my life, the people that are in it. And I realize that uh, that's the lens that I see through. It's the energy that I put out. So all of you inspire the heck out of me. That's wonderful. How can we try with you? How can we vibe with you and learn more about you? Man, the easiest way. So we all pick social media contents. Um, I'm on Instagram, the official Chris Whitehead. I'm on Facebook, the Chris Whitehead. And again, that's with K-K-R-I-S Whitehead. The absolute easiest way is to find me on social media. Fantastic. And in a sentence or two, what are your final thoughts for us today? My final thoughts are, look, you're going to pass away. We all are. It's an inevitability. There is no time other than right now, because you do not know when the, when it is. Do not regret the choices that you make. Go for what it is you're meant to do in life. That's fantastic. Chris Whitehead, thank you so much for being here. It was an honor, a joy, and a privilege to have you back again, my friend. I love you, Brian. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Love you too, bro. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I talk to another world-class achiever, learn what they did, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn along the way. And until next week, have a good one, everyone. Goodbye. Take care. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.